Hello and welcome to the Backtracker History Show with me, Alice, first on Bradley Stoke Radio. And how's your October going so far? Hopefully all is well in your world. Today we'll be featuring a story about a taxi driver. But before we go any further, let's have some music. Here's Counting Crows featuring Vanessa Carlton with their version of Big Yellow Taxi. They paid paradise and put up a fucking line With a pink hotel, a boutique and a swinging hot spot Don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got till it's gone They paid paradise and put up a fucking line Took all the trees and put them in a tree museum And charged the people a dollar and a half to see them No, 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 don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got till it's gone You'd be in paradise and put up a fucking lie Taxi took my girl away Now don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got Till it's gone To be in paradise Put up a fucking line And now, now Don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got Till it's gone To be in paradise Put up a fucking line Why not they pay paradise to put up a parking lot Hey, 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 pay paradise And put up a parking lot I wanna give it while you wanna give it While you wanna give it all away Hey, 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 now you wanna give it I should wanna give it Cause you're giving it all away Now, now I don't wanna give it while you wanna give it While you wanna give it all away Yeah. 
talk about the heinous crime that happened in the year 1920, let's find out a little more about what else happened that year. January the 21st saw the final session of the Paris Peace Conference being held, even though peace treaties with Hungary and Turkey remain to be concluded. The United States does not conclude its own treaty with Germany until August 25th, 1921. On February the 1st, the South African Air Force, or SAAF, is established, the second autonomous air force in the world, after the Royal Air Force. On February the 17th, a woman named Anna Henderson tries to commit suicide in Berlin and is taken to a mental hospital where she claims she is Grand Duchess Anastasia of Russia. During April, the Spanish flu ends with an estimate between 17 million to 50 million dead. It would be the last global pandemic until the 2009 swine flu pandemic almost 90 years later. On September the 5th, Mahatma Gandhi launches the non-cooperation movement in India with the goal of obtaining independence from British rule. And lastly, on November 11th in London, the cenotaph is unveiled and the unknown warrior is buried in Westminster Abbey, while in Paris the tomb of the unknown soldier is consecrated beneath the Arc de Triomphe. But at around 9.45pm on April the 24th, 1920, taxi driver Sidney George Spicer was shot dead on Thruxton Down in Hampshire. I was five and he was six, we rode on horses wore black and I wore white He would always win the fight Bang, bang He shot me down Bang, bang I hit the ground Bang, bang That awful sound Bang, bang My baby shot me down Changed the time and I grew up I called him mine He would always laugh and say Remember when we used to play Bang, bang I shot you down Bang, bang You hit the ground Bang, bang That awful sound Bang, bang I used to shoot you down Music played and people sang Just for me to drink my drink Hey! 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 He didn't take the time to lie Bang, bang He shut me down Bang, bang I hit the ground Bang 
Salisbury was in shock one Monday morning when news of the discovery of the body of a local taxi cab driver named Sidney George Spicer, who lived at 59 London Road, had been found behind a hedge in a lonely spot on Thruxton Down, about five miles from Andover, on the main road from Amesbury. The discovery was made early on Sunday by a man named Burridge, who was cycling on the road, and at first thought what he saw was a man asleep. On going closer, he found it was the body of a man who had been shot through the head and evidently dragged across the road and through the hedge to the spot where he lay. The police were informed and began to make investigations into the mysterious tragedy. It was learnt that Spicer was in Salisbury Marketplace on Saturday night, where he is said to have talked about having a large sum of money in his possession. Actually, it was only about £15, and when it was discovered, there was no money found on the body, and his gold watch and driving licence were also missing. He was only identified because he had his name written on the inside of his collar. It looks like Sidney Spicer had a party from Salisbury who wanted to go back to Bolford Camp, a military camp on Salisbury Plain in Wiltshire, established in 1897. And so he left Salisbury in his car at 9.15. His passengers were two non-commissioned officers and their wives, as well as a soldier. Near the Amesbury Railway Bridge, though, he had engine trouble. And while he was sorting that out, a man dressed as a sergeant major asked if he could be taken to Andover. And so, after taking his passengers to Bolford, he returned to Amesbury to pick up his new fare, as well as buy a tin of petrol. The car was found abandoned in Swansea on Monday afternoon, with one of the back wheels and the mudguards damaged. Witnesses said they saw two soldiers earlier in the day, and so the police searched the area for them, assisted by an officer from Andover. These two soldiers didn't seem to be concerned because they parked the car on the Sunday night in a public garage in the very centre of Swansea town, a place where its unconcealed number plate could have been seen by hundreds of passers-by. The pair of them stayed at a nearby temperance hotel, explaining that they were soldiers on leave.
The word I give you is Sodad, which is a word for a sad state of intense longing for someone or something that's gone. Sodad can be used more casually to say that you miss someone or something, even if you'll see that person or thing in the near future. It differs from nostalgia in that one can feel Sodad for something that might never have happened. Whereas nostalgia is a sentimental yearning for the happiness of a former place or period in time. At 11.30 on the Monday, they paid their hotel bill and calmly drove away. They were driving through town when they noticed a newspaper hoarding, which let them know that the murder had been discovered and they were wanted men. They were cool enough to stop the car while one got out and bought newspaper. They must have then driven on in the direction of the mumbles while one read the report. And noticing that the identity of the car was described quite unmistakably, they had no alternative but to get rid of the vehicle. Normally when you want to hide the identity of a vehicle, you remove the number plate, it's quite obvious. But in this case, the number was also painted in big white letters on the radiator, and they couldn't remove that without arousing suspicion. So they drove on a little way, turned up a narrow lane, damaged the car, and made off. On Tuesday, the younger of the two men who travelled in the car was found and detained at Bulford Camp, but he wasn't the main suspect in the affair. He stated that he parted with his companion at Swansea at one o'clock on Monday afternoon and that he was not present when Spicer met his death. 
Stoke Radio, the station with the community at its heart. Three little words. Some people wait years to hear them, but those three little words could be the most important three little words you'll ever hear. Make you feel as light as a feather, sweep you off your feet. Ready? Fancy a coffee? Over half of us have felt lonely at some point. Lift someone out of loneliness by reaching out for a catch-up. It can help you feel less lonely too. Search Every Mind Matters forward slash loneliness to discover lots of little things you can do to help lift someone out of loneliness. Launching Bradley Stoke Town Council's International Scarecrow Trail, October 21st to 29th. Follow the map and find all the international-themed sustainable scarecrows. Recognise the countries represented and be in with the chance to win a prize. Maps available to purchase from Jubilee Centre Office, Hollow Tree, Brightwell Centre, from Mummers CIC. All proceeds to the Mayor's Charities 2023. Bradley Stoke Town Council, promoting and developing the interests and diversity of our vibrant community. 
For Stoke Gifford, Stoke Lodge and the rest of the Stokes, this is Bradley Stoke Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to the Backtracker History Show with me, Alice, and that was Vanessa Parody with Be My Baby. Now let's continue with our sorry tale of the murdered taxi driver. The first witness in the inquiry of Spicer's death was Tom Spicer, a farmer from Hyde Farm in Fordingbridge who said that Sidney George Spicer was his brother and for a week had been employed by Mr Rogers, 
from Salisbury, but previously had been driving a car of his own. Would you call him a chauffeur? I hardly know what. At the outbreak of the war, he used to be on the farm. He was going to have a farm of his own next September, and I had been trying to get him a farm for some time. Meanwhile, he was dodging about doing these jobs to occupy his time. He was a farmer, then, engaged temporarily in driving a motor car. Yes. Did he serve in the army during the war? I don't think so. He was disabled from joining through having a hand fracture. This disablement occurred some years ago. Yes, some seven or eight years ago. The next witness was Edward Charles Gerald Heather, a motor driver, employed by Mr Andrews of Bulford. He said... On Saturday night, about 9.30, I was in the Rosen Crown Yard waiting to pick up some people who were inside. I knew Spicer by sight, and he came along and deposited his loads about 20 yards beyond the Rosen Crown. He told me he had another job at Amesbury to go to Andover, and he was short of petrol. I got into the car with him, went as far as Mr Andrews' place, and fetched him a tin of petrol. He did not use the petrol then, he simply drove on towards Amesbury, and I did not see him alive after that.
on the street. Today we're venturing forth to Stratford Subcastle Village, which is on the outskirts of Salisbury in Wiltshire and Capulet Road on the Hathaway Estate, being developed by Tenman developers in 1964, the 400th anniversary of William Shakespeare's birth. There was already a Montague Road in Harnham for Romeo's family, so Juliet's family name was used here. Police surgeon Dr E.A. Farr of Andover said he saw the body at 4.30 on Tuesday afternoon in the barn at Thruxton Down Farm. Spicer was a particularly well-developed and powerful man, and when the doctor examined the head, he found a circular abrasion two inches across on the left-hand side of the forehead, as well as one an inch and a quarter across on the right-hand side of the forehead an abrasion on the front and left side of the nose, and a number of scratches on the left cheek. When he made a post-mortem examination, he found in the head a bullet with a flattened nose. From the position of the external wound and the direction the bullet took within the skull, the shot must have been fired from behind by a person on Spicer's left-hand side. The weapon used must have been held nearly horizontal and from the absence of bleeding within the skull, death must have been instantaneous. The wound could not have been self-inflicted. All the other organs in the body were healthy, and the cause of death was listed as a gunshot wound to the head. The coroner asked. There was no singeing? No. These high-velocity bullets do not usually have black powder connected with them. A person sitting down on the back seat of a motor could have leaned forward and fired the bullet. If a person had been sitting by the driver's side, the direction of the bullet would have been more transversely across. Answering a question at the inquest, he said the wounds on the face were no doubt caused by the man being dragged along the road. The waistcoat was covered with mud.
Leslie Uggams there with the song Don't You Even Care. Some of you may recognise her as playing Kitty Reynolds in the television miniseries Roots that came out in 1977. And more recently, her career has shot up as she plays Blind Owl in the Deadpool series alongside Ryan Reynolds. Eventually, more clues were found in this case and a new man was wanted for the crime. Private Percy Topless, a deserter from the army, called at Bulford Camp late on Saturday night and persuaded Private Henry Fallows of the RASC, who was detained by the police, to accompany him to South Wales in the car, promising to pay his fare back to Bulford. Topless came from Derbyshire and was already well known to the police in the north, He'd also served in the Royal Air Force, but deserted from Uxbridge about a month before. The week before the murder, he was seen in London, wearing a blue suit and fawn trilby hat, but was seen later in khaki and wearing an RAF cap with a black band around it and no badge. When he got in Spicer's car, he had a knapsack, which was seen in his possession later in Swansea. On the Saturday before the murder, he was in Southampton, where he told some companions he was going to make use of his revolver. He showed them the weapon. Once they had a name, the police didn't hesitate to get his photograph into the newspapers. And so, the Friday after the murder, that's where he was. With the result that during the day, the police received reports from various parts of the country that he'd been seen recently. On London, Southend and Twickenham, there were men under suspicion while a man travelling through the Midlands by train was also watched. No important developments came to light that day. At Andover, though, Harry Fellows, a private soldier aged 19, was brought on remand and charged with... On April 24th receiving, harbouring and maintaining one, Percy Topless, who had lately before committed the crime of murder, and well knowing that Topless had committed the said crime, the clerk of the court read out the evidence given by Superintendent Cox, who was unable to be there. The officer said that at 11.15 on Tuesday, he saw the prisoner Fallows at Bulford. He told him he believed he knew something, and Fallows had replied, Yes, I know Topless. I saw him on Saturday afternoon at about 11pm that night. He came to the cookhouse door in a motor car, and he promised me a ride, and I went with him on a run down to Wales. He had a loaded revolver with him, but I did not know what had happened until I read it in the papers. I am glad I am able to inform someone.
castaways there with Liar Liar. Now, I'm not lying when I tell you that it's time for us to have a commercial break. But when we come back, we'll continue with our story. So, Bradley Stoke Radio. Radio. Picture, if you will, a small local business navigating the way through these tough economic times. They wait for the phone to ring, but it never happens. They thought they could save money by not advertising. And now they've been forgotten. They're trapped in the has-been zone. Don't let your business get lost in the has-been zone. Remind your customers that you're still around to deliver your products and services with a low-cost, effective and ear-catching radio campaign here on Bradley Stoke Radio. For details, visit bradleystokeradio.com, then contact us. I'm Peter Milburn. There's a saying that goes, sometimes it only takes one good song to bring back thousands of good old memories. And so it is with my sentimental journey. Two hours of great songs and tunes from across the years. We'll have Manhattan, the Bronx and Staten Island too. Everyone from Ella Fitzgerald to David Whitfield. I have often Join me here on Bradley Stoke Radio every Tuesday afternoon from 1. 103.4 Bradley Stoke Radio Non-Stop Hits
Well, hello there and welcome back. You're listening to me, Alice, on the Backtracker History Show, first on Bradley Stoke Radio. And then, remember, if you've missed any previous episodes, you can find them as a podcast. That, of course, was Fleetwood Mac with Little Lies, which came out in August 1987, but only reached number five in the UK singles chart. When the inquiry resumed at Shipton, the jury returned a verdict of willful murder against Percy Francis Topless. They had heard from the other soldier in the fleeing car, Private Henry Fallows, R.A.S.C., who said he was a night cook for the company Mess, Number 3 Depot in Bolford. He said that on April 24th he was resting in the afternoon, when someone told him a Sergeant Major wished to see him, so he went out and saw Topless in the Institute playing the piano. Topless promised him a ride on Sunday afternoon in a car. At 11 o'clock that night, Topless turned up at the cookhouse and exclaimed... For God's sake, give me a drink. I feel parched as hell. And so Fallows made him a cup of tea. Topless said, If you don't have your joyride now, I shall not be able to let you have it later, as I have some business on. And so they left together. At North Tidworth, they asked a policeman for water, and then Topless changed his hat for the witnesses. There was a revolver on the seat of the car loaded in six chambers. He asked Topless what it was for, and Topless replied, If anybody gets in my way, I will do them in. Another witness, Private Holdrick, who was at Bulford but had been moved to the embarkation depot in Southampton, said he knew Topless. On the afternoon of the April the 24th, he saw him in the high street in Southampton and asked him what he was doing. Topless said he was in the Air Force, having had his ticket from the RASC. Topless went on to say, Do you know the light car that was missing from Bulford on Boxing Night? I sold that in Gloucester for £400. I'm after another one. I'm going to Bulford to get it. If I can't get it by fair means, I shall do it with this. And he showed Holdrick his Webley Mark VI revolver. Topless put the revolver back in his pocket and left. Anything I got I got the money, girl, the 
Clarence Carter there, looking for a fox since 1968. The last witness was driver Selwood. He was one of the party of five who left Salisbury in Spice's car on the night of April the 24th. He described how near Amesbury railway station, Spicer got out and put some more petrol in the tank. While he was doing this, a man dressed as a sergeant major came out of the hedge and had a conversation with him. The man had wanted to go to Andover in the car, but Spicer said he was already engaged and couldn't take him. But he would come back in a quarter of an hour and take him where he wanted to go. Spicer then started the engine and took his fare to Bulford. The witness added that he would be able to identify the sergeant major if he saw him again. Unfortunately, Topolos was quite adept at keeping one step ahead of the police, and even though his photograph was circulated in newspapers all over the country, he wouldn't be found for another six weeks. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and make you yeah. want me. Now that I escape, sleep, walk away. Yeah. Those who yeah. correlate know the world they kick. Jail bars ain't golden gates. Those who fake, they break. When they meet their 400 pound mate, if I could rule the world, everyone would have a gun in the ghetto, of course. When get the up and on their horse, kick around, drinking moonshine. I pour a sip on the concrete for the deceased, but no, don't weep. Why Clef's in a state of sleep, thinking about the robbery that I did last week. Money in the bag, banker look like a drag. I wanna play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad. Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit. My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist. I think not, I'll send a letter to my friends. A born again hooligan, only to be king again. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and make yeah. you yeah. want yeah. I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress if you don't smoke cess. Less, I must confess, my destiny's manifest. In some cortex and sweats, I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with Borgie and best. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Yes, bless you if you represent the fool. But I hex you with some witches' brew if you do do. Voodoo, I could do what you do. Easy. Believe me, frontin' chicken if be heebie-jeebie. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone and defecating on your microphone. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. You can't run away from these styles I got, oh baby. Hey baby, cause I got. Oh, no. 
Ready or not, refugees taking over The Buffalo Soldier, dreadlock roster On the 12th hour, fly by in my bomber Crews run for cover, now they under pushing up flowers Super fly, true lies do or die Toss me high, only puff fly with my crew from like high I, refugee from Guantanamo Bay Dance around the border like I'm cash Ready or not, yeah. here I come You can't hide Gonna find you Back in the day facts. So let's start with the 14th of October 1066, which was, of course, the Battle of Hastings. William, Duke of Normandy, and his Norman army defeat the English forces of Harold II, who is killed in the battle. On the 15th of October 1860, 11-year-old Grace Beddle writes to Abraham Lincoln telling him to grow a beard. On the 16th of October, 1972, rock band Credence Clearwater Revival break up. October the 17th, 1988, sees the Travelling Wilburys release their debut album, Volume 1, featuring the single Handle With Care. The band members are... Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynne and Tom Petty. 18th of October 1967, Walt Disney's animated musical adaptation of Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book film is released. On the 19th of October 1912, Napoleon Bonaparte and his Grand Armée begin their retreat from Moscow, numbering just 100,000. The campaign started with 500,000. And lastly, on the 20th of October, 1918, in order to secure a World War I armistice, Germany agrees to further concessions. Well, I'm afraid that's my hour up, but don't worry, I'll be here the same time, same place next week with part two of this amazing story because, of course, Percy Topless is still at large And the story about finding him really needs a show of its own. But for this show, it was brought to life by the talented voices of Joe Wilson, Colin Ball, Julian Kendall, Molly Jeffries and David Hale from St Stephen's Drama Group in Bristol, as well as Tony Allen and Rose Hale. Thank you, one and all. Now take a moment to think back to the back in the day facts when I mentioned the fantastic band Credence Clearwater Revival. So that's what we're going to end on. And here's a song from them which is quite apt for October. Have you ever seen the rain? Until next time, guys, take care and look after each other.
can't.